Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, hey, it's your Saturday edition of the Open Mic Podcast, and we are talking with a fantastic guest today. I mean, this guy is the best Jamie Martin man, and this is really one of his first big breaks. He is part of the Netflix series Country Comfort, which dropped on Friday. We already had Eric Balfour, and I tell you, Jamie was just the best. And I said he plays Brody on Country Comfort, and this is really a family show that everybody can watch. You definitely want to be a part of this and not miss it. In any case, we had a fun conversation just talking about, really, this is his first outing in a big project that's national, and really his humility that he has is remarkable for a young man. I have to say, he has accomplished much more in his life at his age than I ever did. So (laughs) there's a lot to be said by that. In any case, I think you're going to like it. It's a short and quick interview. Also, be sure to check our interview out with Eric Balfour. He plays Boone, opposite of Catherine McPhee and Jamie Martin Mann as well. Country Comfort on Netflix. Enjoy this interview. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Prepare to be astonished with Brett Allen. Dude, we are so gonna party. A pop culture podcast. <gasps> oh! At the Open Mic, no topic is off limits. Great Odin's Raven. Join in weekly as Brett interviews your favorite celebrities from film, television, sports, music, and much more. Plus, you never know who will stop by. The mystic portal awaits. Now here is your host, Brett Allen. Well, we are on a roll this week with episodes talking country comfort dropping this Friday on Netflix. I've had the privilege to see a screener, a couple episodes, and oh my God, this is one of the coolest shows ever. I have to tell you, though, before we start, I just had your co-star on, Eric Balfour, and he told me to say hi to you and on air to say, and I quote, he's one of the most talented young actors I've met in the business, <laughs> and if he wants to go far, he's going to go far. So there you have it. <laughs> it's out in the ether. 
That is so sweet. Yeah, Eric is awesome. Oh my gosh. That guy was so fun. Tell him I say hi if you get the chance to see him. I will. Well, you guys are both just great in the show. And of course, you're with a lot of other cast members as well. Catherine McPhee leads the show, American Idol alum, and just a fantastic surrounding cast. On the show, you play Brody. So let's talk about your character and how he plays into this storyline of Country Comfort. Absolutely. So Brody is Brody is a lot of things. He's the second oldest in the family, uh, right under Tuck. He's a very innocent kid, I think. And he's kind of sensitive, but in a um, in a kind of a cute, fun way. And I think that a lot of the sensitivity comes from the insecurity that he has in terms of like, especially because of his older brother, who's kind of the older, he's older than Brody. He's the hot one of the family. He's confident and he gets all the girls. So I think Brody tries to follow in its footsteps. And sometimes that ends up in him acting like a little bit of a klutz and a little goofy, which I think is very cute. And um, it was very fun to play that. And he's in deep down, I think he's a really good brother to his siblings. I think their mother, the mother of the Haywood family um, passed away two years before the show begins. And I think that after that happened, he and Tuck had to take on kind of a parental role and take care of the family when their dad wasn't around. So I think that playing that part of the role was really nice because he really is a good brother and he definitely cares a lot about his siblings. And I think the most fun part about playing this role is that I kind of get to go on this journey with Brody as he kind of grows with his self-confidence and he becomes a, he really, he really grows as a person and he learns about himself. And that was really fun to get to play that part, especially that aspect of his character was super, super fulfilling. Yes, it's very family friendly. So it's not something that you have to be afraid of to watch with your young children in the room. (laughs) And Netflix, I feel, has just really hit the jackpot with these multi-camera sitcoms. And there's just been a dozen of them, it seems like, even before the pandemic, but especially now. So let me ask you, this was a multi-camera show. Did you actually tape in front of an audience or it was during COVID and it was the normal laugh track type of thing, not to show everybody how the sausage is made, but I think it's kind of interesting <laughs> to hear how oh, no, that works actually, out for you as an actor. So we, um, we filmed, so we had four episodes that we filmed pre COVID and then six okay. that we filmed after this whole pandemic had occurred. And in those first four episodes, we did have a live audience, which was really great. I mean, being with a live audience and filming those Friday shows is so much fun. We just have a great time and the audience is always super supportive. And really, it's really fun performing for a live audience because you kind of get to feed off of some of their energy that they bring. Um, And I come from a theater background. So having the audience there was absolutely something that I enjoyed and made me feel a little more comfortable because it was uh, similar to what I'd done before. I can imagine having that audience response. So, you know, if there's a joke, and people laugh instantly, you know, if it works, right? Or if it doesn't, then let's do a quick rewrite <laughs> on the spot. But yeah, that's the other great part about having an audience. They're really important to the actors and the writers, because if a joke isn't landing, you know, automatically. And I really like that because if a joke didn't land, I could talk to my writers and be like, hey, do you want me to say this a different way? Or I'd even try it myself just so that you're trying to get the joke to land because they're kind of the representative of the viewership. So that's that's definitely a helpful tool to have. Yes. Now, from what I understand, you just mentioned this, you did theater and a lot of things like that, but 
essentially, and, and I'm just curious, this is really like your first major outing, right, as an actor, as far as like being a part of a multi-camera show and something that's this broad of a reach. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it's insane thinking about it. It's so fun. And I feel so lucky to have gotten to be a part of it. I mean, it's so perfect for, I mean, me coming from a theater background, because it's a show with singing and dancing. I mean, we got to perform in front of a live audience. And I mean, I've just had a really great time. I, yeah, I feel so lucky. I feel, I don't know. It's just, it's been a, such a fun experience. I mean, I also think it's really great because I got to meet all these incredible people and I, I just am so excited for everybody to see it because I had such an awesome time working. Yes, yes. And we will actually link it to our show notes. This episode will go live tomorrow in conjunction with the show dropping. So I'm very curious because you certainly have accomplished way more in life than I did when I was your age. (laughs) And I mean that in the kindest way possible and mostly self-deprecating for me. (laughs) But that's a whole other conversation with my therapist. I'm just curious, like when you... We're getting into this. Did you have the support of family, friends, mom and dad to sort of be that backbone for you to kind of take this jump and pursue acting as a whole? Absolutely. I mean, I don't think I could. I would don't think I'd be anywhere where I am right now if I didn't have my mom and my dad. And I mean, my siblings, too. I mean, everybody, my my family's been so incredibly supportive and I feel so lucky to have them that helping me through it. My mom, I mean, she's kind of been with me every step of the way. So I am so thankful to her. I'm so thankful to my dad and my siblings have had to give up stuff as well. So I, I'm just, I feel very lucky to have them in my life. They, they're a a wonderful group of people and they really do support me in every way, shape and form. So yeah, absolutely. So country comfort, this is a big win for you. I imagine the audition process was quite interesting, right? Because you have to not only act, but you also have to sing. And sometimes some of the characters play instruments. You had a leg up on this, I'm assuming, (laughs) before you went out and auditioned. Well, yeah, the audition was, um, it was definitely fun. I mean, I think that in theater auditions, there's so much going on. So that kind of prepared me because for TV and film, oftentimes you're acting and maybe you're singing once in a while. And in the theater auditions that I'd done before you're acting, you're singing, you do a dance call. So yeah, I definitely was comfortable with the audition process. And I mean, it was really fun. Our showrunner, Karen, so supportive. So working with her, even just in the audition process was really amazing. I got to fly out to Los Angeles for two days for one of the auditions, which I had never been to California before. So that was also an amazing new experience that I'd feel so lucky to have gotten to, um, gotten to be a part of. And Yeah, the audition process was really great. I remember coming out of that final audition and thinking, like, I don't even care if I book this at this point. Like, I just had so much fun in that audition meeting everybody. Obviously, I really wanted to get the part, but I felt very thankful and lucky that I even got to meet with the producers and all the other kids auditioning. So having done both theater live, which is without a net, and live television, too, is with a degree, but I think with TV, obviously, you have opportunities to stop and start is there one space that you feel more comfortable in than the other jamie well i think that they're completely different so it's hard to say i often get that question like which one do you think you like more and i mean i think they're so different it's kind of impossible to choose because there's i mean yeah again so different i think that 
something really great about being on TV is that you have multiple takes. So that takes a little bit of the stress away from having to try and do it right every single time. And that gives you the freedom to rehearse much quicker because you don't have to get it perfect. And you just kind of feel a little bit more, I think, relaxed, which is always good when you're acting in any format. Um, then again, on film and TV, you have a lot more changes happening throughout the week. So you have to be very flexible and learning your lines quickly is definitely something that was hard because you have to try and you get the script and you have to try and learn it and get comfortable with the scenes and the changes as quickly as you possibly can. And that's different with theater because with theater, you kind of have a concrete script. You know what you're getting, you know what you're performing and you have a long period of time to go over all that. Obviously there's cameras in a TV show. So getting used to not looking into the cameras and yes. on this show, there was four, which is not normal and for multicam maybe, but usually you just have single camera, uh, one camera there. And trying to make sure that you didn't look into four different cameras was <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a hurdle because you kind of have to get used to that. But I mean, they both have their pros and cons, but I love them both equally. And I mean, I had so much fun. I mean, I have so much fun doing both. So I don't think I could choose because they're so different and because I really do enjoy both of them for completely different reasons. I love it. Well, I want to switch gears here for a minute because. You're a young man, and obviously you are kind of in this stage of life where you're still in school, I'm guessing, and kind of just figuring things out. Is it easy for you to maintain friendships with people outside of the world that you're a part of? Do they understand it, or do you often find them maybe sometimes treating you differently because you're a, a celebrity, so to speak, and you're on television and you do all of these different types of things? You know, I am a very sociable person. So my okay. friends are some of the most important people in my life. And I honestly don't think that this has hindered any of my relationships in any way. I have always told my friends, if I ever sound cocky, I need you need to slap me across the face. I was I always say I'm like, if I if I say anything that sounds remotely obnoxious <laughs> to you, you need to slap me across the face. Because I don't, I mean, I don't consider I don't think of myself as any better or more successful. It's like, it's so not like that because my friends sure. have different, uh, we're all successful in our own light. And I kind of love them for, I don't know. I mean, I think that they're, they're supportive of me and I'm so thankful to them for that. And I honestly don't think that this show has hindered those relationships at all. Cause I just couldn't let that happen. Cause I care about them so much. So, um, to be honest, not, I don't think they, I don't think that the show really has changed my friendships in any way. Maybe like distant acquaintances treat me like a little differently, but sure. none of my friends are acting any differently than they did before. Yeah. I was talking to another uh, young actor who was on that sitcom, Sydney to the max on Disney channel. And mm -hmm. he was telling me that for a while, his friends would tease him a little bit <laughs> because They'd be like, oh, Jackson's coming into the room, everybody. Let's give him a round of applause, you know, <laughs> just kind of jabbing at him and just being yeah. fun. And that, that was the reasoning, reasoning behind the question. You know, no more than I just I can't imagine like what it would be like to be at your station in life and to become a part of. I mean, you've done a lot of things, but this television show, I think, really will boost you into the ether as far as like recognizability and that sort of thing. And will most likely, as Eric said, you know, open a lot of doors for you. So 
I think it's great when you're young and you have the support of your family and friends to really keep you humble and keep you grounded. You know what I'm saying? And not allow you to fly uh, too high into the sky, but I don't <laughs> ever see that happening. So n- now that you've wrapped this up, what's next for you? What's keeping you busy right now? Are you doing more auditions or are you starting wild and crazy hobbies? I mean, what's keeping your time uh, occupied? You know, I honestly, I'm a senior in high school, so I've kind okay. of been just focusing on school a lot. I've been trying to make the most out of seeing my friends in this crazy time. I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully getting my vaccine soon and having all okay. this kind of clear up. And a lot of, I, I think because of the coronavirus, a lot of the auditions auditions have kind of gone down because projects are much harder to produce at this time. So I don't have any other projects lined up at the moment, but you know, we have a really awesome theater program at my high school. So I've been doing the radio plays that they're doing and having a lot of fun with that and just keeping busy because I can't sit in my room alone doing nothing during um this time. So yeah, keeping busy and just, I don't know, having fun and um, trying to enjoy myself. Yeah, that's great. And school is important, you know, because, um, but I sound like probably all the other adults in your life. (laughs) You're the best, Jamie. You you have a great sense of humor. We're just having fun here. Well, I think this show is great. And I firmly convinced that people are going to love it. Uh, It drops this Friday on Netflix. One last question. Is there anything in your life that you've done so far as far as pursuing this career as an actor that you would maybe change or do differently? Or would you just leave everything the same as it is? Well, there was, I think looking back, I've had a lot of really kind of hard points throughout my time in the professional world. I mean, I spent like five years um, not getting anything and that was really difficult. But looking at it from the perspective that I'm in right now, I realized that if I hadn't had that time of building resilience and understanding the concept of rejection and learning about how hard it is to be in this business, I don't think I would have had the strength to keep going. And so to be honest, I don't think there really is anything that I would have gone back and said, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Or I would change this because I think where I am right now all has to do with what happened before. And I wouldn't want to change where I am now at all. So no, honestly, I don't think there is. And that is kind of fulfilling in a, in a unique way. I'm happy that I'm happy that I went through that hardship so that I could kind of come out of it on this end. Cause it just makes it feel that much better that, um, and that much more fulfilling that I really did. I did spend a lot of time working to get where I am and that feels good. Yeah. I think obviously the hard work that you pay or put into pays off in the long run, right? Like whether it's working for free for years or, you know, there's a lot of things that you can sort of pick up throughout life, but learning a good work ethic, I think is something that is just something that can be taught, but also just can also exist internally with inside of us, right? Like being able to handle the nose or not even labeling it as rejection, but just like, Going, hey, you know, this wasn't meant to be, obviously, so let's move on to the next thing. Well, Jamie, you're the best. I'm excited for people to see this. Country Comfort, it drops this Friday on Netflix. Again, we will link it in our show notes. Shout out to your publicist for making this happen. Jamie, you're the best, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was super fun. I had a great time. 
that brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.